listening to Good Guys Talk Back with your hosts, Nick Morowski and Pat Hester. Follow us on Twitter at Good Guys TV or on Facebook at Good Guys Talk Back. Hey Sox fans, welcome to episode 72 of Good Guys Talk Back. I am Nick Borowski and I have got my co-host uh, Pat Hester on hold. I'm going to bring him in in just a moment. Uh, this is sure to be a very spirited uh, Chicago White Sox uh, podcast. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. You can find this podcast anywhere you find your podcasts. Simply subscribe and every new episode will come into that uh, inbox. What a day it is for our Chicago White Sox. Uh, we've got a skipper. Uh, the uh, Sox have named uh, Tony Larusa, the 41st manager of our Chicago White Sox. And uh, that's where we're going to start. And I'm now going to bring in Pat Hester, who's like a, he's like kind of a rabid dog that I'm keeping in a cage right now. And I'm just dangling raw meat in front of and, uh, whistling off tune uh he is mad he's angry uh hello pat hester nick it is uh, it's good to talk to you sir yeah. i um I, you know i i said if this were to happen a couple episodes ago that yeah. i would need some time to rant <laughs> uncontrollably yeah. i won't rant uncontrollably there were a couple things today i heard that that i did did calm me uh, a little bit. First of all, the press conference in itself calmed me down because I almost fell asleep. Um, so that was that was yeah. one thing. I'm, I'm yeah. glad that uh, that Tony uh, stayed awake. And then I'm he uh, like he he was in a rocking chair and he needed to just be poked. He had like a, a heating pad on his lap or one of those electric blankets, and he had he was all tuckered in and he just looked out of sorts. Good, good gravy. Well, you know, here's. Obviously, the shots that are going to that have taken and will be taken at, at Tony LaRusse's age, um, maybe that's a little bit uh, too lowbrow for, for me to go at this point. Uh, whether he's 76 or 106, I guess if he wins ballgames, <laughs> it's fantastic. I guess where my anger lies today, Nick, and tonight yeah. is, you know, the fact that A.J. Hinch was, was never interviewed? Yeah. Question mark? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. And to me, to me, that is that is a sign of what the hell is going on with this organization. Yeah. You have an opportunity right now to just basically hire your pick of, of the litter of the best available managers. Yeah. And one of the best available managers that's out there that that is is out there for reasons why he's out there. But I, I can't understand why he's not been brought in at least to get to a final stage. And, and, and it's like, oh, my gosh, there was a big decision to be made. There was, there was nothing like that, regardless no. of anything anybody said. There was maybe Vinny Dubner today maybe came out and said, well, wait, before anything happens, this is still a possibility. Well, that was obviously not even true. So yeah. uh, unbelievable there. And then to hear that, that Willie Harris was, was, <laughs> was, Harris. was someone that they actually talked to. Willie yeah, Harris, absolutely. now God bless him. Score the the lone run in the World Series in two thousand five yeah. in Game Four. God yeah. bless you for that winning yeah. run, Willie Harris. Yeah. But um, the 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 base running coach or whatever the hell he is for the for the Reds. <laughs> he got an interview. I, okay, he got an interview. He got an interview. 
Uh, okay, that's a, that is a real problem that I have. And why? There's two managers out of the last three that we've had that we've had to call and ask if they had interest. <laughs> yes. It's not like these, yes. these uh, Robert Ventura yes. and Tony Larusa yeah. were not people that were like banging down the door like, hey, yeah. hire me. These are all the great uh, credentials I have. These are the reasons why we're going to win with me. No, great it's point. like. Great point. When I heard that and, and Tony's reaction of like, well, you know, I kind of got a call and I was just not sure for a while. And, uh, and I don't know. The more I thought about it, I started scratching my head and said, I guess. In an interview process, in an interview process, Nick, where, where I'm the manager and you're the uh, maybe incoming employee, you have to sell yourself to me, not yeah. the other way around. If I have to sell oh, well. you. Yeah. My job to you, you are not the one that I want. You don't so, want it. You're you're hitting on some th- you're hitting on some great stuff here. I mean, ultimately, what we're gonna what we're gonna get to in a little bit on this episode is, you know, uh, Reinsdorf's role, Han's role, and and everything else, and, and what we as fans we actually think. Do we? Do you think you've got any say so? In, in in who you think should be the next manager of the sect? If you thought as a fan. Uh, after everything that's happened during this rebuild and in between and before and what, if you thought like they gave a rip of what you thought, uh-uh. <laughs> think again, think again. There's one dude, Jerry Reinsdorf, that that he is the one. We're we're living in his world, and this was so apparent uh, what happened here. This was a premeditated uh, hire. This this was this was done. Uh, Han was saying like a week ago, I think. And, and what, what premeditated that gets you extra years in jail, doesn't it? <laughs> Again, I can't, I am, I, I, I've be, that's become my thing, I guess. I just want people to go to well, jail. It makes you more angry. It makes you more angry that, like, you know, it's not like they waited for the World Series to end and then they started where they had permission to get Hinch involved in Cora and maybe that opened up other avenues and, you know, bench coaches of it. Of, of world series teams or that were folks that were participating and you know, with me from the Rays or Dodgers, this thing was decided already. Yeah. And like you had said, they had to make a phone call to Tony. Hey, you think you might find to be interested in this like great uh, coaching opportunity with a really young team. And we're in Chicago. I ain't going to spend a lot of money in free agents. You know, fans think I am, but you know, maybe you want to do this. Uh, uh, you Nick, that is, that is the other point that I had, uh, jotted down in my three pages of notes I took today. <laughs> How in the world did you, and, and, and maybe they did, maybe they did on off days, maybe they did things that, that I'm not aware of, but there was two teams that made it to the World Series and and, and you uh, presumably, presumably didn't talk to any of those people on any of those staff. I would have been okay if they would have said, well, he talked to the, who I don't even know who the bench coach is for the Dodgers, or yeah. they talked to the whoever is for Tampa Bay. I could say, oh, I could see that. Okay, they're they're trying to get an outside, even if they didn't hire them, to get an outside, you know, perspective of how their organization is maybe viewed, or how they could do things better, or how they do things on a winning, uh, in a winning organization with a winning culture. Yeah, yeah no. And, and you yeah. said, "Yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good." That is so Jerry, yeah. and that has Kenny his tentacles all over it. Now you stay out of White Sox business because we're going to do things White Sox way. White Sox business. I mean, Kenny Williams, now out of my face. The Sox octopus, uh, Soxtopus. Um, so let's let, let's set the table really quick. Uh, and this is you know not going to be news to anybody. Uh, you've been paying attention to this, uh, especially if you're listening to this podcast. Uh, you know all about 
uh, what went down uh, several weeks ago. Uh, Renteria released, Cooper released. Han talks about uh, wanting someone to take charge and lead this team to the promised land that has recent October experience, a recent championship experience that maybe is a little bit more friendly uh, with the analytics, the in-game uh, stats. And, uh, you know, a, a lot of names uh, obviously started popping up like Hinch and Core, And then there was, you know, Sandy Alomar and there's, uh, you know, a, a, a bunch of others uh, uh, that were out there that, you know, other names like Bruce Bochy started popping up, AJ Przinsky, which doesn't sound that bizarre right now. No, please sign. Can we go back and gotta go back in time? Can we do that one? Yeah, I'll, I, I'll sign up for that now. So I'm in. All, all of that, you know, it, it started to just completely uh, create a, a flurry of activity on Sox Twitter, and you know, talking with friends and family members, and you know, uh, you and I on this episode for now a couple episodes, uh, we've been talking about. Uh, Bob Nightingale's ridiculous assumption or tweet that that Tony LaRusse is the front runner. It's his job to lose. And Bob Nightingale, I know you listen. And I am sorry. <laughs> I am sorry that I ever doubted you. You are a Sox whisperer, sir. And I will be following you during winter meetings and taking everything you say as gospel. And you know who who he's talking about right now? He's talking about AJ Hinch, who's most likely going to be the next Detroit Tigers manager. So you might as well print that on a you know a stone tablet because uh, that's going to happen or, or or can the Sox put that out on their email and say we were going to use this aj hinch uh email <laughs> yeah we've already half, we've already halfway botched it up you can just change the logos and, and change the picture we got the rest of it for you here you go tigers uh, how how about that so so here we are and and then things started getting crazy yesterday uh dan roan uh out of nowhere talk about <laughs> <laughs> is there still sports on well, the Well, when Dan Rohn's tweeting things, I'm like, this thing, there has to be legs with this. Oh, God. He came out and said, you know, be prepared for a major announcement. It's most likely who you uh, think. And, and by that, it was, you know, well, LaRusso was the only name that we were hearing for the last week or so, uh, seriously. And sure enough, uh, Tony LaRusso, three-time World Series title winner, parts of five decades, Pat, hasn't managed since 20. 11, he is uh, the new White Sox manager. Uh, you do not like this uh, hire at all. I'll tell you what I – here's the thing, Nick. The man may do just fine. And, and, and if I – you and I have to sit down and eat crow together, and, yeah. and more so me, I guess, then, you know, so be it. I, I am just – I guess I'm more infuriated by the process. Sure. The fact that yeah. a day after, as you mentioned, the day after that they, they fired Renteria – there's this tweet come out that 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 basically the Roos is like high on the high on the list. Yeah, yeah. How can that be? And 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 it makes me really, really, first of all, sad for Rick Hahn because a lot of people out there are not happy with Rick and and some of the things that he's done and not happy about the moves that he's made. I, I'm a big Rick Rick Hahn fan. I think that a, a lot of things he's done has been you know, fantastic. Not every move works out. He's made, everybody has their boo-boos out there for sure. now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's done more good than bad, in my opinion. And the fact that he's got to go out there and say, this is the oh, plan. This yeah. is the way I'm going to lay it out. And then he's got to go up there and be a good soldier again for <laughs> this ridiculous organization that we root for and say, hey, <laughs> this is what we do. Uh, you go out there and just be the good soldier. And this is what we did collectively, because that's oh. collectively BS. You know, 
there was no way that he wanted this to happen. No, you, you can't. He looked like a prisoner. You know, one of those uh, prisoner tapes that gets leaked. Mm-hmm. He looked like he was just saying whatever the captor wanted him to say. His eyes looked really freaky and bugged out. He was searching for the right words. Uh, he was very careful in how he said. You could sense there was some confusion on his part. Like, I don't know which way to go with this because this is not what I wanted. And the lack of autonomy that they have given this guy now, and, and now it's really galvanized over the last couple of years. The Machado-Harper thing, boy, was I hot about that. Not, not necessarily that we didn't get Machado uh, or Harper. Machado specifically. It's that Jerry didn't play the game with Machado, okay? Machado's camp said how he wanted it, and, and Han, I believe, believed that and, and went to Jerry and said, this is the guy. We want to build around this guy. You know, trust me on this. And Jerry did not want to play that. And, and it, you know, it, it really, that soured things. Uh, that, that, you know, was transparent to us fans paying attention. Like, wow, Han doesn't have the pull. You know, of course, Jerry's writing the checks. But when, when do you start believing in your GM and say, you know what? Hey, guess what? You're the uh, Sporting News Exec of the Year. Okay? You've done this great thing uh, since 2016 tearing down this this proud franchise and taking it to where it is right now. We've had a lot of luck. We've had some misfortune, but we're getting rid of Renteria, which was kind of a shock. And we're going to put in the guy that's going to lead us. Okay, guess what? You can't do it. I, I'm going to make the decision. I'm, I'm the owner. I, I write the checks. I, I'm going to tell you how it's going to go now. If I'm, if I'm hot, I'm like, see you. Bye. Yeah. There are yeah. other organizations that want a qualified GM to help run their organization to prominence. If you're not, I, I'm not surprised if Han just leaves. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. Before winter meetings. I'll tell you what. It's already a narrative out there right now on, on, on Sports Talk Radio Day, Nick, is uh, the, the guy in the north side, he's got another year left and he's probably walking because he's, he's like got a 10-year shelf life places. That's sure. how he does it. I'd be looking across town and I'd be calling the Ricketts family yeah, pretty, you know, maybe you have a Zoom meeting with them and say, listen, uh, uh, look at what I've done over here. You want to rebuild this, your farm system? I'm your guy. You want a guy to make some really shrewd trades to get a lot of back in return? I'm yeah. your guy. And you He know grew what? up a Cubs fan. Uh, Han, Han grew up in the north suburbs. He was a Cubs fan. So I, that, that's what I would do. And, and then, then we're stuck back with Kenny Williams. And, and, and you know what? Maybe that's a perfect match. Kenny Williams and Tony La Russa, and we're going to get the Bash Brothers back together, and whoever else you know. Kenny Williams has has the names that heard... La Russa was that was was quoting like when he would get these questions peppered at him, and uh, and I thought he handled some of the questions really well, and, and it was, and he had he took them head on. Some yeah. of them I don't know if I would have been interested in really answering some of those questions, but he took them, and maybe it's different because it's a Zoom. I, I don't know. Uh, but some of the names that he was referencing are like from 40 years ago. <laughs> you know, the Dave Stewart's and the, you know, we understand Harold Baines and Carlton Fisk, but anybody nationally is like, who, what are you talking about these guys yeah. for? I, I, like, what, what have you done for me lately? You know, and it hasn't been lately. And so what's the definition of recent? When Han said, I want a guy with oh, experience. Yeah. I mean, is that the new term for 10 years? So when people ask me, uh, how long have you been married? I'm not going to say eight or nine years. I'm saying recently. I got married recently. <laughs> it's just oh, a what, last week. 
It covers it. <laughs> Recently, you know what I mean. Within the last decade or so, you know what I mean. I mean, give me a break. You know, I can, uh, I can make a case for Tony Lewis, and I will throughout this episode. But that doesn't mean I'm, I'm, I'm like, I understand it. I'm just as confused, and I feel a little misguided. But as all the layers continue to be removed from this organization, it is Jerry's world, man. It is absolutely Jerry's world. And, and Han, who's got a big ego, it, people around the league he, that he knows are, are, are looking at him like, dude, you have no power. Yeah. You, you, well, you're, you're doing nothing over there. Why are you there? You're under uh, his thumb. Uh, you know, yeah. that, that's where I see that. And that's the problem with this, along with a lot of other things, is the interorganizational uh, fracking um, you know, there's, there, there, I think there's a lot of problems with this hire. There's a, there's a marketing, you know, uh, youth movement, you know, what they've been trying to do, change the game with, you know, with all these slogans and, uh, that, I think that gets halted a little bit. Uh, the excitement, I, I mean, winning will solve a lot of things, but right now, initially there's a shock of, you're kind of like halting everything that you've been putting in place here. Yeah, I, I can't agree more. I just, again, if I think if the process would have went differently, Nick, maybe, maybe if it was like after the world series and, a, and a, I don't know, three weeks later and we hear about, Oh, this guy interviewed and that guy interviewed, but you know, Tony for, for 76 years old is really coming on strong. He wants this job and he's really blown the guys away. And then they get to the, like three weeks later and you go, you know, we, we said something after the press conference, yeah. we yeah. weren't looking this way, but, man, we were just kind of blown away and it just felt right in the end. It yeah. didn't seem that way at all day. It seemed like, no. it seemed like, uh, you know, Han is like blinking his eyes and trying to do like code and say, yeah. I did not hire <laughs> this so man. Foul. It is not Don't my be. decision. I'm a prisoner. No. I, I am. A <laughs> here. Uh, it, it, it looked really awkward and, and bizarre. And, uh, and Larusa, you know, he just, I, you know, he didn't have the energy. I, I remember hearing some of Ricky's first pressers when he was hired many, many years ago. And man, he had some passion. He got me, he got me excited. I mean, La Russa makes you want to have a warm glass of milk, you know, and put a sweater on and just tuck yourself in. That thing was droll. It was just, you know, put me to bed, Tony, come on. Like it didn't seem like he was that excited. He kind of had to get pushed a little bit by some of the questions of why now, did you ever think you'd be in here? And maybe that's his personality. I don't know. Did you did you follow him a lot? You know, with, with him with the Cardinals and your in your you know, wife's family's a Cardinals fan. I mean, is that his is that his personality? I, I think he's. I think he's. He was always kind of reserved until he didn't have to be reserved. Is it, if that makes sense? I, I don't know that sure. he was. You know, come out guns a blazing type of type of guy. He wasn't a fiery guy, but no, I don't think so. I, Again, God bless him. He he wants to get back in the saddle again. But who doesn't? I mean, at some point in in your in your life, I mean, whatever you did when you were younger, wouldn't you want to do that again? I'm I'm glad well, he wants I mean, to he's do still, it. But... So that's an argument for him. He he seems to have a lot of passion and has been watching this game closely. He said some of the right things. I want to know though what what in God's name he's talking about him. Bat flips are okay as long as they're sincere. Like if that was odd, what that what does odd. that mean? Like if you um, kind of I mouth the words "I'm sorry" to the pitcher while you're bat flipping, I, 
This is with all with all due respect. With all due respect in everything, like something you know, like in The Godfather, like that. With all due respect and all that, I'm gonna bat flip right now if you don't mind. I think it was more about just like still finding a way to respect your opponent. Which <laughs> how do you respect your opponent when you launch a piece of lumber <laughs> forty feet in the air? I, you oh. know what? The, all that stuff just bothers me anyway. What the hell? I mean, are we still arguing about uh, it, it really you and I? But... Be, it shouldn't be an issue. It really I mean, shouldn't. And you know what? I, a lot of different things that are that people are, uh, you know, having a problem with, with LaRusse on. I, I don't know how much of them are really we should be really worrying about. How, here's, here's the thing. In honesty, how how many wins is a manager really going to get you at the end? Well, of the they've always said it's like ten wins, you know. You know I guess. And, and that's what they're that's what they kind of bring you during a year. So I, I and again, it's going to be good, Pat. Whether it's Hitch or Cora or yeah. Larusa or Leland or Sosha or Bruce Bochy or. You know, Joe McEwing, this team is going to win games, man. You can't stop what's coming. This team, offensively and pitching-wise, they are going to be there. Now, here's the argument for LaRusse. It's like, I've been down this road, man. I have watched the game evolve over different decades, 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010. Yeah, we're in 2021 when the season starts. It's going to be a wild, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a shock. But I've been around the game. Uh, I might not agree with a lot of things, but I understand, uh, you know, the game. And I, and I, I have an, a, a, an approach that's won me three World Series. So yeah, listen I, to me or don't listen to me, but I'm not going to get in your way. Yeah. Take a step back, play your game, you know. And, and then when it comes to a decision that, you know, revolves around pitching or a, a strategy, you know, with resting a guy or how you use your bench, hey, I've been there. And, and I'll figure it out. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm less concerned about you know people that want to say, "Well, he's gonna, he's gonna suck the fun out, and he's gonna do this." I, it's, I've heard, it's you know, low hanging fruit. Yeah, I think that I think that's an easy, that's an easy thing for everybody just kind of to shoot down because he's 76 years old. Again, I, you've seen it, I've seen it. Ricky Henderson's and and how brash he was and the. Sure. The Bash Brothers and and sure. doing the arm thing where they with whatever that kind of high five was, and <laughs> it, it was uh, very socially distanced. And uh, I, I remember I remember many times Albert Pujols launching him nine thousand hundred feet, and, yeah. and he's admiring each one. So I, that the the whole having fun and being brash and being able I don't that I don't get that I, I just that doesn't hold water with me. It's more or less of. He's he's a he's a gentleman that obviously knows the game and he understands it. <laughs> he he's, he's, gentleman. he's he smart is and he's gonna he's gonna he knows the game, he knows how to manage. Can you do it if you add in the spring training and then a regular season? Assuming let's assume we have a regular season next year, and let's also assume that everybody can travel next year. Who knows sure. if it will? Okay. Yeah, but my god. Are you going to be able to, that's a grind every day, preparing every day and doing everything it takes to prepare a team and, and then the, the media responsibilities you have and everything that goes into it. Are you going to be able yeah. to do that? I, and, and that's where I think uh, the, the folks that he surrounds himself with bench coach, pitching coach, uh, 
folks that he brings in, I, I think is going to be interesting to watch and pay attention to, you know, they could really uh, essentially be the, the manager uh, in, uh, in training, you know, so, that, yeah, that's an interesting thing. So I don't know. I can't remember the guy's name. They were talking about it on ESPN 1000. Carmen DeFalco brought it yeah. up several times. Their, their minor league manager that they have who's about 30 years old mm-hmm. has managed all the, you know, basically all the guys they have up now. Yeah. yeah. And they think he's a rising star from what Carmen said today. So I'm just kind of just, well, you know, yeah. throwing up what Carmen said today. But, you know, that's so does. Okay. That's a good point. And I'm not denying that point. That's smart. That's how we're all thinking. Yeah. That's what we thought. Uh, this is how we thought this was going to go after Hans Presser. Who's they? Who thinks that he's a rising star? Who yeah. cares what anybody yeah. else thinks? It's Jerry who's going to be like, no, sorry. Yeah. Uh, that's not the way this. So is. that, I guess, I guess it'll be interesting to see who, who Tony chooses. And again, is it somebody that Tony's even going to be able to choose? Maybe they'll say, okay, you're the manager, but we get to pick the bench coach. And it's this kid that's been in our minor league system and here you're here to groom him. I mean, who knows what this organization. I, I mean, like I said, before, doing. before we started, you know, you and I had like a pre-show chat here. I'm not surprised at this point. I'm not surprised if Don Cooper waddles himself back into the organization oh, and, Tony and, and, and LaRusa just says, you know what? Uh, I think you were a little too quick to get rid of that uh, young man, that Don Cooper, <laughs> that young That's... bright man. Uh, let's get him back in here. Like, Who is that thought? spring chicken? Who is that guy bouncing <laughs> that, that, around? That, that young whippersnapper. Get him in here. I'd like to pick his brain. Um, oh, yeah, I, I mean, who – who really knows at this point? My one of my worries is, and, and I don't know what the big worry is, because uh, this could this could be opposite. You know, are some of these free agents do do they look at a manager? We think you and I, and I think most fans think they look at a manager. I thought the manager hire would needed to happen first. So free agents could kind of weigh. All right, do I want to go that route? But, you know, look at Grindal and, and Keuchel. Did they look at Renteria and say, man, I can't wait to get into that guy's organization. I'm sure he's got some really great things that he's putting in. Or did they say, wow, White Sox, market, money, look at their team, look at their young stars, look at their farm system. That's where I want to be for three to five years. I think it's I think it's I think it's always a money and B money. <laughs> I, honestly, Nick, I, really? I mean, I, I don't think that today's athlete, most of them, I won't say all of them, I would say 95% of them just go, how much can I, how much can I sign for and for how long can I sign for? Whether it's, it. whether it's with us or with Tampa Bay or, you know, with, you yeah, know, whatever. I, I, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I think a little bit, a little, well, more than, more than uh, a little bit, it's money, but there is a sense of like, I'm a competitor, damn it. And I'm not going to a team that's just got, you know, a, a bunch of folks that are still trying to figure out the game. And they're, they're a few years away from being competitive and winning. You know, I'll, I'll take the money's good, but I'm sure I could get better somewhere else. I like what's happening here. We can win now. And I, does, is, uh, is that is the core of like Mankata, Aloy? That's way more attractive than whatever the manager is. I think even if it is Hinch. Yeah, I uh, honestly, Nick, I, I don't know uh, if the manager does move the needle for me that much, you know, as far as a free agent goes. Um, 
I think it's how much are you willing to put up and, and yeah, is it, is it a good team or, or you know, I, am I going to go somewhere? And it also depends on where the person is at in their, in their career. Maybe they're, sure. maybe this is their last big free agent deal that they're going to get. And there's, they're kind of ring searching at this point, or is it their yeah. first free yeah. by free agency? And it's like, I'm just going to take the most I can get because I don't know how long I'm going to be in this game. You never know the future's promised to no one. And I got to, you know, so I guess a, a lot of factors come into play on who. So, what, where so when. what I'm hearing from you is, all right, LaRusse is our manager. He's our guy. Uh, but if they go ahead and they get Stroman or they get Bauer or maybe they get Springer, you know what? It doesn't matter. Uh, I don't care who the manager is. You went out and you got aggressive and you spent some money and you brought uh, some more pieces to this already solid uh, puzzle. We're good to go, man. Uh, all's forgiven. Well, and, and you could look at it, too, from a free agency standpoint. This team is in it to win it now because you got a manager that's 76 years old. And I don't know if it's come out since uh, since I've heard or been listening to the radio today. But, uh, I, I mean, the terms of the deal, I've, I don't believe, have been disclosed. I, multi-year, which could be two years, you know, two or three. Um, but a multi-year contract is what I heard. But for, I mean, for how much, I wonder. I mean, Tony the Roos is not coming here for cheap. I'm sorry. It's, really? It's, I, I don't think so. I, I, I thought he would actually take a, a pay cut. I thought he, he, I thought Jerry would just be like, that's the reason why Jerry wanted him here. Because he knew he knew that LaRusso wasn't going to command a ton of money. He's retired. He's, he's set for life. He's 76. He just wants to get back in the game. This isn't a money grab for him. Uh, I still think that. I still think that a, a Tony La Russa is going to command uh, a dollar a month. More than Hinch? Uh, I, I, well, that, we'll just have to wait. And Let's see. ask Bob. I mean, Let's ask you know, when he's on the program next time. Bob, <laughs> why don't you, why don't you reach out? I mean, I'm going to reach out to Bob. Your best friends. It's well overdue. I owe him a phone call. I mean, I'm kind of concerned <laughs> that I might be replaced by Bob Nightingale. <laughs> he's the whisperer. He's the Sox whisperer. Uh, I, I just, uh, you know, the, the the problem I think that I have with this, and, and I'm not like, I'm not burning Sox jerseys. I, I, you know, my season tickets are renewed. I'm not asking for a refund. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not denouncing the team. This is the team that I grew up. It's multi-generational. You and I were diehards. We're in it forever. And uh, I, I'm a fan of the front of the jersey. You know, I've got some favorites on the backs. They come and go. But the, who's running the front of this jersey is becoming a little bit of a problem for me. And the Jerry's ego, man, Jerry's world. Um, yeah, this could work out. But again, like you, I feel like a proper interview process just did not happen. And uh, it's very uh, hypocritical to what Han said in the presser. I'm concerned about Han's power, really. And, and how that could uh, splinter uh, this organization moving forward throughout throughout the winter and into 2021, when there's still a lot of question marks about finances and this, that, and the other. Um, you know, I'm a diehard Sox fan. Uh, I'm confused today, uh, but I can make a case for Tony. Um, it's just it's bizarre. I, I, keep, I, I think I think what bothers me even a little bit more now I'm thinking about it. I, I'm so tired of the favorite teams, my favorite teams that I root for in this town 
that make decisions that seem so so the other way of what yeah. seems so obvious and right, right? Like yeah. like when you when you trade up to number two to draft a, an unknown quarterback, sure, and he's yeah. a complete train wreck and disaster yeah. and dumpster fire, yeah. and, or or then when you decide to continue to keep running out of gar packs to to try and rebuild your basketball team, yeah, or from twenty fifteen. You have the meddling from the front office that have completely destroyed the Chicago Blackhawks after dumb move after dumb move. Yeah, I mean the list goes. Well, oh, that's and where on. the White Sox, the Panthers, the Sox were the were the bright star. We were doing it right. Yeah. we were fleecing other teams. We were building this young core. We were signing extensions. We were playing the, inter- the international market. We we were winning, man. And this was the team. This was the the shining star of Chicago sports. We had it figured out. I'm not saying this all crumbles, but when you peel the layers off and you peel the curtains away, what's going on here? Is this just Jerry just playing? You know, this is just a this is playtime for him. This is just all imaginary. I don't really care about you know when it and 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 that I guess is the thing the bitter pill to swallow at the end of the day is that Jerry doesn't give a shit. He does not give a shit. Um, and, and this is just for him, man. This is, this is, this is for his ego. And, and we just have to deal with it. And, and that, that, that's, that's what happened with the Machado situation. Um, I, I saw some, some brightness last off season with, with the Grandal and, and Keiko and a couple other moves and some extensions and, but now it really is just – I don't have a lot of high hopes for the offseason. You think they're going to be going after Bauer and, and Stroman and these other guys? What do you uh, – I mean, do you I really think so? I don't know, man. I, I, I'm so – You just see it's, – it's, it's like a defeatist mentality, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I mean, I felt, you know, I felt really good for a short time. <laughs> and now, not so much. Uh, and well, then, again, he's not the one going to be running the bases and, and hitting the ball and throwing the ball. No, so, no. you know, the, the, what the things that really matter that, that account for probably the other 150 games that, that your manager doesn't account for it. And those 10 wins that they say he accounts for. I mean, you've got a really solid ball club right now and it's building and budding and see what happens. So, I don't think anybody could do it worse than, than what Renteria did in that Cleveland series and, and, and then game three of uh, uh, in the playoffs against Oakland. And uh, in my mind, if Tony LaRusse is in the dugout for game three uh, of that series, we win that game. I mean, that's a ridiculous hypothetical dream conversation. But when it comes down to the critical moments in a season – I, that's when you're going to have to rely heavily on a manager and that he, he understands what's going on in the scope. Uh, he has a good relationship with players, understands where they're at uh, in the game, what their potential potential, what, what their potential is, uh, where their ceiling is mentally, physically. Uh, I don't think I have a problem with how Tony La Russa is going to be able to handle that kind of stuff. Well, and, and it's the and, relationship that we don't know about. Yeah. We just assume a lot of things because he's 76 and he's made previous comments. And, you know, how is he going to relate to, you know, Eloy only butting, you know, buttoning two buttons on his jersey? And, you know, Jose Abreu with the Mr. T chain starter set and the bat flips and, you know, this, that and the other. 
Larusa might say, you know what? I've been watching this for ten years, uh, up uh, up in the executive uh, offices. I kind of like it. You know what? It it, it, it grew on me. I, I I don't know. We don't know for sure. Yeah, I. I, I guess we'll just kind of have to wait and see what what that's going to be like, and and I I I don't know I I'm kind of at I'm just at a, a loss I guess with some of it, but I will I will say this Nick and going back to what you said about you know we I you believe that you know Tony would manage better than than Ricky did in the playoffs right Okay I I I also agree with that and shout out to my guy uh, Mike Soa today. Mike is a, a colleague of mine, and uh, I got the absolute longest text that I've ever received in my life. Basically, <laughs> gave me the whole rundown of what he thought of the, of the move today, yeah. and uh, and basically to sum it up, we are better at the manager position than we were three weeks ago. I I think so, um, but you know, not 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 by an alarming much and not by the amount that we were kind of led to believe. And maybe that's our own damn fault as fans. Maybe we built a narrative in our minds that front office, Sox, Brass, Jerry, were like, who told you all those things? You, you connected all those dots on your own. Hinch, Cora, Alomar, this, that, the other. Because it seems so simple. Well, I mean, it just seems too dumb sure. not to do it. That yeah, and that's the stuff we don't know that go on behind closed doors. You know, I thought everything was rosy in in Ricky Renteria and Rick Hahn and and Kenny World. Well, it turns out it's not. Those articles have come out. Um, I, I has anybody? I, I don't know. Have players said bad things about Tony Larusa? I've seen some positive things. I, I've heard a lot of positive today. I, I've heard that. Um... Uh, you know, I've, I've heard just multiple people say that one of the smartest baseball men that they know uh, ahead of his time when 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 really there was not a lot of analytics in the game. He was ahead of his time. Um, but, you know, that was that was a long time ago. Yeah, I, I, that's see, that's the argument that we always keep going back to is, is that was a long time ago. But in that era. I'm sure there was a shock system of a guy who came up managing in 1979 and he was like, holy crap, like what's going on here in the year 2000s? But he won a couple World Series, you know, and he made that he made that adjustment. I, yeah, he hasn't managed in, in uh, close to 10 years. You know, he's been around baseball. He's been watching it, but that's not the same to be really down there having to deal with. Uh, some of the player issues, the egos, the clubhouse stuff, you know, the, the top down from uh, the office about analytics. I mean, and, and maybe well, think that's of, not- Think about this too, Nick. I think about how media has changed in the last 10 years. Think about sure. how social media has changed in, sure. in the last 10 years. Think about all the things in 2011. I was that- shocked to see Tony LaRusso on a Zoom. I mean, that's that was another thing you just didn't think you were ever going to see. <laughs> Oh Lord, yeah. I think it's 2020, right? Can, is this year yeah. over yet, or no? It's still <laughs> happening. Um, yeah, I, you know, again, like I just didn't. There wasn't a lot of energy from the presser, and uh, I don't know what I was necessarily looking for. But I, I, I kind of, like you had mentioned at the beginning of this episode, 
I was looking for LaRusa to really make the first move and find out that he was the one that was knocking on Jerry's door and pounding to get an interview, that he's already had conversations with players that, you know, I don't know, or some of the current players like going out on social media and welcoming Tony LaRusa or can't wait to get at it. You know, let's, you know, ride or die or whatever, you know, uh, change the game 2021. Here we come world series champs. I, I didn't see a lot of that, and maybe that's not a thing uh, that, that players do, but I know Keuchel was all about tweeting right after Ricky, you know, was let go. Yeah. Big changes coming to the south side, and I don't know if he just made that, you know, as a macro statement of, like, literally there are big changes. We're getting a new manager and pitching coach. <laughs> or if, you know, I, I haven't heard anything or read anything Um not that that's alarming, but you know, it's such a sensitive culture. I feel like you gotta you almost gotta take the uh, temperature of players beforehand. I mean, hell, they had a meeting before they went after any free agents that, at the trade that, deadline. That right? would be that would be interesting to me to know if there was anything like that that went on. Yeah, I, and I doubt it because it was Jerry's call. I don't I don't see Jerry doing that. I think that would that whole thing with the bringing the players in. Uh, you know, talking about potential trade possibilities. I think that's totally a Han thing. That was his deal and, and his thing. I could see that now, absolutely. Uh, for some reason, because I was warped into thinking that Jerry might have been involved in that, that was a dumb thing thought on my part. That had to be all Han. Yeah, I, I just don't. I, Jerry laughed at that. Yeah. Oh, boy, that was a waste of your time. Yeah, uh, if, if I want to make a trade, we're going to make a trade. If I don't want to make the trade, we're not making the trade. So, um, all right. I don't know, man. I, I'm just, I'm just so, I'm just, again, I'm just angry at the process because it wasn't a process. It, it wasn't the process we built up in our minds. No. Uh, it wasn't the manager we anticipated. It wasn't, uh, we didn't get this sense of excitement from Rick Hahn. Like this is the thing I was building for so many years and now I got to put the cherry on it. And, uh, and, and we're going to see this World Series uh, evolve, the multiple championships. His presser today, he looked like a, a deer in headlights, that he was held captive, and he had to say these things. And uh, didn't look like he wanted to be there whatsoever because this was not um, his brainchild. No. And, and, and it was just a very interesting the way he started it, you know, not that hey, thanks for coming. We're really excited to announce the whatever the number manager and White Sox. You know, yeah. Tony La Russa, and we're so just overjoyed to bring him back into the fold and uh-huh. excited about it. He had to start the thing by pretty much answering all the questions on everybody's mind because I'm sure he was looking at social media going, oh, okay, sure. listen, I know this is what I said a couple weeks ago. Uh, this is what uh, we collectively have decided. And and things have changed a little bit from, from when we ended it. And I know I said this, but this is the way we went. And he had to like pretty much denounce everything that he had said three weeks ago or whenever it was. Oh, so he didn't goodness. look like a fool. And good for him yeah. for not trying to like spin it, you know, because he could have went up there and go, well, you know, recently. And, and we could have. I'm glad that he had the, uh, the ability to still speak for himself while not being able to speak for himself, if that makes sense. No, it, it, again, going back to the captive approach, uh, he was, words were coming out of his mouth. He was saying them, uh, but they, he, he had to carefully, uh, he had to carefully word everything. 
because he, I mean, you could read between, read between the lines. He, you know, I, I don't like this. This is what, this, I'm sorry. It was almost like apologetic. Yeah. Like, sorry, uh, this is the guy. Uh, I know that's far, far different from what you all had thought. And I agree. Uh, I was going down, I was going down a different path. And then I was basically uh, stopped and told, uh, well, it's, it's Tony. He, he's into it. Uh, I called him. And who? Tony La Russa? Uh, the guy that hasn't managed since 2011? He's into it? You called him? He didn't call you? Oh, okay, I'll just stop my whole process. Yeah, that's fine. <sighs> Lord. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Pat, um, to be continued, really. Um, we're going to see how this obviously plays out. There's a lot of other things that need to you know, that need to drop. We need a pitching coach. We need uh, other, you know, bench coach, some other positions filled. Uh, I'm hoping in a couple of weeks we can be talking about a Jose Abreu MVP. Um, and then before you know it, man, uh, winter meetings right after, you know, Thanksgiving, early December. I mean, th- this, I feel like, remember when you and I thought we might not be talking for like two to three weeks uh, at a time uh, until news came out. We're we're on a still on a weekly schedule, which is pretty great. Well, that is uh, that is a good thing. I was hoping to have you know a different conversation, <laughs> and uh, I guess if, if Abreu now doesn't win the MVP, I don't know what I'll do. Again, there's there isn't enough white cloth. Pay attention, well, to get me through the follow, offseason. Now. Follow Bob Nightingale. Oh, he, he will lead you. He will lead us all. I don't know if it. I want to. I, I'd rather. I, <laughs> you're, I, you're afraid of what you'll find yeah, out. I think I'd be, rather be surprised by a punch in the face than know it's coming and have to like sit there and be sick about it until it happens. I don't know. Well, this, this is where I'm at, and then I want to know where you're at, and then we'll say goodbye. Tony Larusa is our manager. He's leading this team uh, now. And uh, he has got a hell of a resume. Um, I, I don't think we can do uh, much. You know, we, I, I don't think we can go worse than Renteria. We didn't go worse than Renteria. It's, it's confusing. It's shocking. It's unforeseen. But he is the manager. And despite him or because of him, this team will be successful in 2021. This Sox team will be in the playoffs. And I think they're going to go deep in the playoffs in 2021. Uh, and that's where I'm at right now uh, on this day. Okay. I, I'm, I'm with you. I want to know uh, when's, when we can do Sox Fest again, where it'll be. Will it be at Old Country Buffet? What other, <laughs> you know, where, other, where are the other, are we doing like a mall walk, uh, old, you know, Sox Fest? Um, you're close. It, I heard it was uh, at, at a Cracker Barrel. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, gotcha. Interstate. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, and I want to know: Is Tony going to wear the stirrups, or does he just go? Well, to the that's top? the thing. He gets to educate folks on on stirrups, actual stirrups, on powdered Gatorade before it was actually. You would, this is what you do: you'd have to add water <laughs> to the powder, and you would make the Gatorade. He's got a lot of information that he can pass along to this yeah. team, whether they want it or not. Yeah, he could like. Yalmer Sanchez could pour powder all over himself rather than the whole Gatorade bucket. After remember, remember when that was a thing? Oh my God! Can you, can you believe they're bringing Yalmer Sanchez back? Oh, did we know? Can you believe the good old days, <laughs> Nick? Tony Larusa is coming back. Oh God! All right, Pat. Uh, thank you so much, as always, sir. It is a pleasure uh, speaking with you. 
another diehard Sox fan. Uh, I'm sure it'll be sooner rather than later as this offseason unfolds. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm going to have to have another beer before bed because. Yeah. Right. Uh, thank you so much for listening, uh, folks. You can find us everywhere you find podcasts. Simply subscribe, and every new episode will come into that inbox. Uh, this is Good Guys Talk Back because good guys wear black. Uh, find us on Twitter at Good Guys TV, and uh, find that Facebook page of ours, and follow us at Good Guys Talk Back. For Pat Hester, I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Socks.